The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, I want to talk about the self-help industry, uh, specifically as it relates to motivation in pursuing our goals, whatever they may be. So apparently, a lot of us aren't motivated enough. We need help, didn't you know? And so we have motivational speakers, gurus, personal coaches, seminars, DVDs, online courses, books, take your pick, all dedicated to helping you succeed. Yay, I want to succeed. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, and there are different paradigms and strategies when it comes to being successful, Uh, but I want to zero in on one particular area which are well-known motivational speakers who I won't name, but who advocate that if you're really serious about being successful, then you have to live and breathe success, meaning push yourself no matter what, no excuses. And of course, there are high-profile testimonials, individuals who push themselves to the extreme and who became very successful due to that approach. But what I want to know is what percentage they make up of everyone who's ever tried that approach. Because you see, you can always find extreme cases if you look hard enough. I'm sure I can go out and find some 90-year-old woman who smoked a pack of cigarettes every day of her adult life. Now, would that be enough to convince you that you should start smoking to achieve longevity? Probably not. So maybe, just maybe, these highly successful people in these testimonials just happen to not have stress-related health issues. Maybe they have better genes than the rest of us. Who knows? But maybe they never developed an autoimmune disorder, for example. Maybe they were lucky and only experienced minor, very tolerable health issues when they pushed themselves to the extreme. Because many folks, myself included, just can't push themselves to the extreme like that. And even if they could, there's no guarantee they'd be successful. In fact, there are extreme cases of people who died as a direct result of working too hard, even in the corporate world, all because they were trying to get ahead in the company and felt that in order to do so, they had to work constantly, which meant neglecting their own basic needs. Albeit, these are extreme cases, but unfortunately true. Now, far be it for me to criticize successful motivational speakers and those who followed their advice and became successful. And in fact, I'm not really in the business of motivating although I may have that effect on people, probably not, but it's not something I'm focused on or even know much about. The perfect stress system really has nothing to do with motivating per se because it's more about helping already motivated individuals to be highly productive in a sustainable way, helping you achieve your goals without unnecessarily compromising your health in the process. Now, if you don't have a sustainability plan, What happens is you try to squeeze in this and that and end up constantly fooling with your schedule, which ends up being a a chore in and of itself and a distraction, and you end up feeling stressed and tired, 
with no guarantee, by the way, that you'll be satisfied with the rate at which you're progressing towards your goals. And inevitably, you end up just saying heck with it and just freely pushing yourself without any restraint and just dealing with any health issues as they arise. This is the vicious cycle that I talk about whereby you're triggering stress-related health issues and the more frequent and severe your symptoms become, the more preoccupied or distracted you are dealing with that rather than focusing on the very things that motivated you to work harder in the first place. So if you want to try the extreme approach, there's certainly nothing stopping you, but you're doing so at your own risk, especially if you're one of those folks who, like myself, already have stress-related health issues. Not to mention, if we put aside the health risks for a second, you know that pushing yourself harder inevitably means sacrificing sleep, right? Let's be real. These same motivational speakers will say that if you have to skip sleep one day or only get two to three hours of sleep a night for a few days to get something done, if that's what it takes, then so be it. That's what it takes. Well, I just want to point out that the research shows that your cognitive function decreases when you don't get enough sleep, and I would think that you would want fairly good cognitive ability when working on your goals. But hey, what do I know? So one study in particular that I wanted to cite is called Long Working Hours in Cognitive Function. Uh, so they're not studying lack of sleep directly, but just focused on the number of hours that you're working. This is, the, uh, this is in the American Journal of Epidemiology, Volume 169, Issue 5, March 1st, 2009. So it's about 11 years old, uh, but it's still quite relevant. Uh, pages 596 to 605. And I'll put the link in the episode description if you want to check it out for yourself. Uh, it's got all the numbers and charts and everything. But I'll just read the uh, abstract real quick. This study examined the association between long working hours and cognitive function in middle age. Data were collected in 1997 to 1999 baseline and 2002 to 2004 follow-up from a prospective study of 2,214 British civil servants who were in full-time employment at baseline and had no data on cognitive tests and covariates. Uh, I I don't know if I'm saying that right. A battery of cognitive tests short-term memory, reasoning, vocabulary, phonemic fluency, and semantic fluency were measured at baseline and at follow-up. Compared with working 40 hours per week at most, working more than 55 hours per week was associated with lower scores in the vocabulary test at both baseline and follow-up. Long working hours also predicted decline in performance on the reasoning test. Similar results were obtained by using working hours as a continuous variable. The associations between working hours and cognitive function were robust to adjustments for several potential confounding factors, including age, sex, marital status, education, occupation, income, physical diseases, uh, psychosocial factors, sleep uh, sleep disturbances, and health risk behaviors. This study shows that long working hours may have a negative effect on cognitive performance in middle age. Okay, I'm done reading. So I don't know. I mean, to me, pushing yourself without restraint is probably not a winning strategy. And I don't even need the study. I could use my own personal experience and frankly, just some common sense to figure this one out. Now, with all that said, I want to be fair here. I do believe that the motivational speakers that I'm talking about who embrace and preach this extreme approach 
actually have their hearts in the right place. It's just that if you actually take what they say literally, you can do yourself more harm than good. What they are trying to get across, I believe, and which to a degree I actually agree with, is that the words convenient and success don't really go together. They're like an oxymoron. If you're trying to conveniently fit success into your schedule, then you have the wrong mentality from the start if you want to be successful. And I want to make this very clear. The perfect stress system is not about convenience. Believe me, it's not convenient for me to have a day job that is completely unrelated to this field. On top of that, run this podcast, build and launch an app, and now working on an online course. There's nothing convenient about that, I can assure you. (laughs) And the perfect stress system does not promote a convenience type of mentality. But talking about having to live and breathe success and just steamroll over your basic needs is taking it too far, in my opinion. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.